Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. Alleluia, alleluia, O root of Jesse's stem, sign of God's love for all his people, come to save us without delay. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once when he was serving as priest in his division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will neither drink wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers toward children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Then Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel said to him in reply, I am Gabriel, who stand before God. I was sent to speak to you and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then, when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, So has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. The Gospel of the Lord. What is an aconostasis? An aconostasis is a big wall or a screen filled with beautiful sacred images known as icons. Iconostasises are found in Eastern Rite churches. These big walls, they separate the sanctuary where the priests celebrate mass and the nave where the lay faithful pray. The Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem has a beautiful iconostasis. During Mass, the priests in this Bethlehem church go behind the iconostasis, the wall, for the Eucharistic prayer. So the lay faithful do not see the consecration of the bread and wine into Christ's body and blood. This sounds odd to our modern ears, but it adds to the sacred mystery taking place. 
Besides, what is to see? Bread and wine become body and blood. It's a mystery. You don't see it. You believe it. Doesn't iconostasis prevent the people from participating at Mass? Our Eastern brothers and sisters would say, no, just the opposite. The iconostasis represents Christ, who is the door, the bridge that leads us to heaven. Before the communion rite, a door opens in the iconostasis, and the priest appears with Jesus Christ. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. This is the Lamb of God. I dare say that is a bit more uh, dramatic than looking at a priest stand behind a table in the front of an exposed sanctuary looking at the people the whole time. Where did the idea of building iconostasis in churches come from? Look, it came from the temple in Jerusalem. Notice in Luke's account that John the Baptist's father, the priest, Zechariah, he disappeared from the people to offer incense. The sanctuary was cordoned off by a huge thick curtain or veil. The people remained on the other side of that veil and prayed. As Luke wrote, meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he had stayed so long in the sanctuary. A Catholic priest foregoes marital relations, intimacy with a wife for the sake of the kingdom. Therefore, the most intimate act a priest makes is at the altar, in the sanctuary. A church sanctuary then traditionally could be likened to a married couple's bedroom. See, a bedroom is, is cordoned off and veiled. What happens inside a bedroom happens behind closed doors. It's a sanctuary. In modern times, like we mentioned, the priest stands behind a table in front of an exposed sanctuary for all the world to see. In modern times, at Mass, married people dressed in street clothes invade the sanctuaries to take on the roles traditionally reserved for the priest. And now... Most people no longer believe in the sacred mystery of the Eucharist. And we hardly have any priests left. For what young man healthy in his sexuality would want to give up intimate relations with a wife in order to do things that his mother, grandmother, or uncle are already doing in the sanctuary and elsewhere? In the meantime, we're spending $25 million or so on a quote-unquote Eucharistic revival complete with a song contest to help people believe in the Eucharist again. The money, of course, would be better spent by beautifying our churches and restoring the sacred mystery traditionally found at Holy Mass. That would also help protect the priest's masculine identity as one set apart to offer sacrifice and mediate on behalf of the lay faithful. I don't see any of this really happening soon, but we will do what we can, and we will praise God at all times. We will praise Him for His infinite mercy. We will praise Him for entering His own creation to save us and remaining with us present at all times in the Holy Eucharist. <laughs>